Blog Talk Radio. with David Schwabe of the Schwabe Group. He joins us uh, for each podcast as we talk about all those various aspects. And today we're going to ask Dave to pull out his crystal ball and look ahead to what what might be happening. Um, I, I don't know, Dave, I, I was going to say we're halfway through the 2023. We're actually a little further than that. So um, I hope for your sake it's it's been a good first half year so far. Yeah, so it's it's um, been an interesting year. It's certainly for sellers, the values are still very strong, and and climbing. It seems like on a weekly basis, the um, the inventory, as we talked many times, is very low. So the overall, the the volume, and when you hear, uh, you know, the news is out there saying if things are down, uh, the market's down twenty percent. Well, when they say the market's down twenty percent, what they mean is the number of homes sold is down 20%, but the values are stable or up, depending on different areas of the country. But in our area, they certainly are stable or increased um, uh, from the beginning of the year already. And, and that's a great point because Compass uh, has a national reach. That's a great resource for you. We've talked about helping people out of town uh, moving in or here moving away to another area and how Compass can help, and you can put them in touch with the right people. But as you monitor what would generally be those national trends uh, here in the Chicago suburbs, are, are we consistent with those trends in general, or are there certain things that make us unique, uh, at least during this year? Yeah, so it's been really interesting. So the um, National Association of Realtors came out and and what's, what they're seeing this year is kind of something they haven't seen much in the past. Usually we see everyone is up in the whole country. The trends are up. Um, but, you know, on the east and west coast, we might be up more than in the Midwest, which is very consistent. This year, though, there are some areas of the country that are going to be going down, some areas that are going sky high. And in the Midwest, we seem to be back to our normal just low grind of a increase, um, very stable. And uh, there's talk because of that, again, um, if the market comes pulls back at all, that the market, the Midwest will be very stable. So, um, but overall, they they think nationwide the price will be up. Um, but but it is very interesting because across the country, different areas are doing many different things, and it's very unusual to see some markets down and some up. Usually, it's consistent across the board. Now that you've done a good job today already and in past conversations recapping what has been happening. I'm going to flip it a little bit today, and I don't even know if it's a, a fair question, but um, based on what you know, and we'll go into some of the details, but can you look ahead to, say, the next 12 months? Do you do you anticipate that what we have been seeing is just going to continue, or is there a peak or a valley, or what might you see? Yeah, so so what I do is um, follow it on a national level. I, I work with my compass agents all over the country to see what their trends are and work with a national coaching company, which really does a good job over the last 20 years or so to tell me what's going on um, on a national level. And what we're seeing is um, 
it's interesting. They said, well, the market bottomed out um, a couple months ago. And I thought, well, that's interesting because we never went down. <laughs> so <laughs> nationwide, you know, we have some fluctuation, but we haven't seen it in the Midwest. So um, what we're seeing is 2024, we are going to see an increase in volume um, of probably 15%. And interestingly enough, they are already saying in 2025 that we may have, uh, you know, one of the top three best years ever in, in home sales and the volume of home sales. Um, and a lot of that I think has to do with because when you see a drop in home sales this year, um, you get a pent-up demand for buyers. And, um, and we'll talk about interest rates, I'm sure, in this call. But when interest rates drop, that will increase the flow of buyers to the market. And I think we saw that uh, a couple of years ago, brought some new buyers, younger buyers in. And, and you're right, let's let's dive into interest rates here in a moment. But when you are kind enough to share with us a potential 12-month outlook or 24-month, uh, you refer to some of those resources. But when it comes to the real estate market, what, what drives the change? Is it... Is it the you know just the economy? Is it wages? Is uh, you know, what are the factors that influence your industry from year to year? Well, certainly the interest rates are affecting things, um, but at the end of the day, buyers have to buy. You know, people aren't sitting in houses for twenty years; they're they're moving in across the country, and they're you know new new. Uh, People get in the market. My my oldest just got into uh, got a real job, uh, and so she might be buying a house in Denver in a couple of years, right? And that because and it and she doesn't care what the interest rate is, right? It'll affect the value, mm-hmm. but she so she will buy in the next few years, right? Because that's what happens, and and it's and new graduates graduate, get jobs and such. And I think this is really really interesting to me, and one of the most exciting things for me is that if you want to look at the key factors. The stats are out that in the next five years, two-thirds of all millennials will be buying a house. And if you look at that, the millennial generation is lar- it's the largest generation ever, uh, makes the baby boomers look small. And mm-hmm. if you think of two-thirds of that whole generation will be buying in the next five years, that's what's going to drive price. That's what's going to drive change and and that's probably the most exciting part of the market right now because um, they have they seem to have a some tremendous amount of money, and they seem to have a tremendous amount of uh, interest in value. Um, so if you're a, a valued agent, you do good work, and you give them a good product, and you find some nice homes, they're willing to pay for it. Um, it's a really it's a great it's a great generation of buyers that we we have coming up right now. Um, and I'm, I'm very interested in that. We're talking with David Schwabe of the Schwabe Group. Uh, SchwabeGroup.com is where you can get uh, plenty of information, including local listings. He's part of the Compass Real Estate Group, and uh, David always provides great insight for us. But you talked about millennials. Um, it seemed to me in recent years, particularly in urban areas, there's just an absolute boom of rental properties, a lot of buildings going up that were all apartments because people wanted to rent, rent, Rent rates went way up. Um, as you look ahead, then you mentioned millennials. Um, do you see a, a rebound then? Or is, is because they're so different in so many other categories of what they buy and how they shop and things that they, they live. But the anticipation, from what you're saying, is that they're going to want to be homeowners at some point. 
Yeah, and many many already have um, purchased, and um, but some are going to be upgrading, and some are going to be buying the first homes. Um, and I, I think that when you talk about the number of, of rental units out there, if uh, if we can go back to a, I don't think we had podcasts back then, but if we had a podcast in 2011 and 12, I would have been saying that my people and my coaching company was telling me we're going to have a shortage of homes because we stopped building homes in 2008, mm-hmm. 9, and 10, and there was a shortage. So what happened was we know there was going to be a shortage so all these rental comp, uh, rental facilities went up because they knew there was going to be a shortage of homes. And look at that right now. We've we've got nothing to sell, and the builders are mm-hmm. finally starting to build, and that's that's changing things. Um, in addition, by the way, we haven't talked about this yet, but there are stats that show, like in 2018-19, that 20 to 25 percent of the market were foreclosure properties being sold. Okay, that they may have been a, yeah. they may have been purchased by a big groups. Well, there were no foreclosures for three years. So we're finally getting that foreclosure market back into it, and that's going to feed the market as well. So um, if you look at it, it's, it's kind of like a perfect storm of stop building homes, the market increases, it explodes, no, no foreclosures. <laughs> um, and I think that's what's going to bring us out of this inventory issue short term. And um, as, as inventory rises hopefully um you know that could have some some pressure on the the value of homes obviously you know supply and demand uh, equations um over the next year what would you counsel um a home buyer or seller on in terms of how long the process is going to take i know things have been flying you know you you can't even get them listed before they're sold but um Will will the availability then change durations in terms of uh, how quickly or, or how long something stays on the market? Yeah, I think that um, we're still, we're certainly going to be in a, a quote unquote seller's market for sure. But um, I was in the city of Chicago downtown, um, looking at showing some properties yesterday, and it's really interesting. I was talking to one of the agents there, and, and they have a fair amount of inventory. He said, "We don't have the problem you have in suburbs." So they're, depending on locations and areas and such, certainly the market's strong, <laughs> super strong in the city. But the point is is that it's, it's dependent on areas and suburbs. And uh, we, even right now in our area, we have some suburbs that are starting to get a little more inventory and some are very still red hot and very short. So it depends on where the buyer's ready to buy, where, where they're looking to buy um, and such. And um, here's what I'll tell you. In, in a very astute buyer I was working with yesterday, said, what's going on? It's, well, the interest rates are supposed to, they're, they're thinking they're going to be into the fives at the end of the year, maybe five and a half, five, three quarters. And then a year after that, by the end of 2024, in the low fives, maybe into the fours. And he says, well, so we should maybe buy now because rates, the, the, driving, the, the rates driving down might drive the prices up. And I said, exactly. And he said, no, I can refinance. I said, exactly. So, so my advice to buyers right now are if the market stalls out a little bit this fall, it's a great time to buy because I don't see the prices going down next year. And as the rates drop, the prices are going to climb higher. And you can always, as long as you can afford the payment, of course, you can always buy a house at a higher rate right now and refinance in a year or two, yeah. um, even six months. You know, and, and now your payments are coming down and you're locked in at that price. So I, I'm advising buyers to buy now, and especially this fall. 
uh, a few minutes left, and as we have this conversation in my head, I'm, I'm picturing residential homes. Um, is the market substantially different, or will it be different in the next year for things like condos and townhomes? Should be similar. Um, we usually see the, uh, at least in the suburbs where we do the majority of our work, we see the um, single-family homes driving the market, and condos usually get a little bit more uh, inventory first, townhomes and such. Um, but if you're in the city, certainly the uh, the condo market is is the main market for many most buyers, yeah. right? Because they can't afford single-family homes, and um, and there, like I said, I've been watching that market now with some buyers, and it's very very strong as well. But um, I, as far as the suburbs go, I see the uh, probably the condos and townhome market getting a little bit a little bit more inventory first, and then we'll start to see the um, uh, the traditional you know, single-family homes get a little more market, uh, getting more inventory. We are seeing in our, at least our direct northwest suburbs right now, we're seeing the ranches are just, the bigger ranches are on fire. Yes. We see a lot of people who have been holding out of their houses during COVID and want to downsize, and they there's just uh-huh. not enough ranches to go around. Yep. Yeah, as people age, I'm in that category, I love a ranch, get rid of the stairs, but I don't want to leave the town I'm in, right? So you, that's that's the logical yeah. move. Um, all right, before I let you go, we've got a minute or left. Um, you share great information. I know Compass uh, is a great organization. Just can you quickly tell us about some of the tools and things you use in your industry to, to keep track of all this and to help buyers? I'm, I'm sure it's, your, your wisdom and experience are great, but I'll, I'll bet you've got some, some nice tools that are available to you <laughs> as well. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, number one is the, the Compass national um, data that we get on a weekly basis. We can – we can we can monitor the trends across the whole country, and um, they're really good at giving us information. That's fantastic. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I've got a, a coaching company I've been working with for for many many years, and they are really good at giving updates on a monthly and and uh, some really good information annually and such. And then um, on a weekly basis, I have uh, actually have it popped up our local MLS gives us um, quick looks at listings under contract new activity, new listings coming in the market. So we can see, interesting part of that is when I pulled up this morning, this last, we look on a weekly basis year over year, and this last week was the first time we had more listings on a contract year over year for that specific week the entire year. In other words, hmm. every single other week of the year so far, there have been less homes sold than the previous in that week. Um, so that could be a good time. And we're starting to get a little more inventory and things picking up. All right, we're going to let you go, but uh, 847-636-6747 to reach David Schwabe, david at schwabegroup.com, and, of course, uh, website schwabegroup.com. David, thanks so much for being with us. Great conversation. Look forward to tracking all this activity in the year ahead, and we'll continue uh, detailed discussions with you to talk about a lot of different aspects of real estate here on your home buying compass.